Hey there, before we get started, I always forget to say this. Would you please go and take a moment and rate and review the podcast, wherever you listen to the podcast. It's super helpful, it helps people find the show, and it also gives me good feedback on how I can be making the show better, or how I can continue to be awesome. That was uncomfortable for me to say. Okay, thanks for doing that. All right, now we'll get started. Here we go. Welcome to Doing the Best We Can with Eddie Koffeltz. We hope hope you enjoy the show. (laughs) Oh, thank you very much, Eve and Lucy. Those are my daughters, Eve and Lucy. I'm Eddie. It's very nice to meet you. Thank you for being here on Doing the Best We Can with Eddie Koffeltz. I know that a bunch of you are new. I have been on a few podcasts lately talking about doing the best we can, and so you've made your way over here, and it's an honor to have you. This is a show where we talk about traversing this life together. I do this kind of under the umbrella of kind of a memoir style, what I'm thinking kind of situation. Uh, but in every week, we talk about ways to to do life. Some of them are going to be random and silly. Some are going to be big and brave and scary. Some of the weeks are going to have a point. Some are just something we need to think about together. That's kind of what this week is about. So I'm really glad that you are here as we are doing the very best that we can. A few things that you should know about the show. First, it is live. So you may have already picked up on the fact that it is not edited and I just hit record and go for it. I do that really to pull down the veil between the two of us. Uh, there's nothing wrong with a good edited show. I've been a part of them. I edit shows. I love edited shows. But for this one, I just want this to be as honest as it can possibly be. So I'm going to flub some words uh, because that's how people talk in real life. Because this is real life. This is what this show is about. The other thing is that this show actually started as a newsletter. And so if you are not subscribed, go to eddiecoffoltz.com and subscribe. That link is in the show notes. Uh, The newsletter has not only got kind of what I'm thinking about this week and that I'm going to share in a moment, but it also has uh, a ton of extra content that we really won't talk about here on the podcast, but uh, it's going to be worth your time. So make sure you're subscribed. It's free. It shows up in your inbox on Thursday mornings at 5 a.m. And uh, I'm I'm glad that you are here. I've been on a bit of a creative rest lately. If it is ever ever oh, there there we go if it is ever helpful to talk a bit about creative rest let me know um sometimes i find that these topics are a little bit too nuanced and i lose folks like the week i wrote about cats i mean it didn't it wasn't just about cats it was like a metaphor but i put cats in the subject line and it was like boom half the audience gone so you don't like cat content okay uh this week has nothing to do with cats <laughs> i promise you that so uh subscribe look forward to uh going on this journey with you With no further ado, here is what I have been thinking about this week. Issue 17. 1.43 p.m. Brienne and I recently went to London, which is my new favorite city. Actually, Chicago is still my favorite, followed by Seattle, but London has pushed Los Angeles into the number four spot. But to be fair, okay, if, to be fair, if LA had a monarch and amazing public transportation, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. So, London. Never have I been to a city that was exactly like I expected it to be solely based on its portrayal in the media. This media specifically being the movie Notting Hill a charming 1999 rom-com starring Julia Roberts at her most famous and Hugh Grant at his most Hugh Grantiest. It's a really nearly perfectly written movie with airtight character development, solid comedic pacing, and tons of believable emotion. I'm sure you can check it out on VHS at your local library. 
When, not if you watch this film, you'll see that Hugh Grant is the proprietor of a darling little travel bookstore. This bookstore is located in the Portobello Road Market, a real place, which is in the city of, wait for it, Notting Hill. Fun fact, uh, Paddington is also a cute little area in London, London, which I'm assuming they named after the bear. So, Brian and I went to this Portobello Market, expecting to spend an hour or two browsing the quaint shops and meeting the proper English vendors. Also, I think we kind of expected it to be a bit touristy and not at all like we'd seen in Notting Hill. This was not the case. Every kiosk held charming and accessible treasures. A cart with early editions of English novels. A dusty little closet of a store with dark walnut walls that sold wool scarves and only the most stately of patterns. Antique shops with endless shelves of curiosities. Vinyl bins. Sausage. Potatoes. Sausages in potatoes. There were old men in soft tweed blazers willing to chat about their little collections. And there were swastikas. Not like an alarming amount, but also what amount of Nazi antiques like isn't a little bit alarming. Anyhow, just like Julia Roberts, the person that I fancy myself to be, actually, let me read how I actually wrote it so I don't sound so odd. And then, like the Julia Roberts that I fancy myself to be, (laughs) I casually strolled into an antique clock shop, pretending not to flirt with the elderly British shopkeeper chap and perused his collection. He saw me, I saw him seeing me, I flashed my wide smile, tussled my effortless red curls, and a clock was purchased. It's a little clock by Mantle Clock Standards. If I spread my hand out, I can cover the, the face of it as well as the small wooden frame it is mounted, mounted on. The style is analog, gently mid-century, and my shopkeeper Beau said that it was made in the 50s by, quote, a right English clockmaker. I believe it costs around $200, but because I'm pretty bad on on on-the-spot math, I got lost in conversion and paid somewhere between $25 and $400 American dollars for it. I wrapped it in a North Face sweatshirt for the journey home, and it is now sitting on my mantle, not working. This is a clock that has to be wound every day. It doesn't have any power outside of the coils and springs inside that need a human hand to retighten them at regular intervals. For the first few weeks of our clock's life on the Coffold's mantle, I dutifully wound it as my morning coffee brewed. I thought of London, of the sweet moments Brienne and I shared, of my little shopkeeper in his dapper little hat. It was a daily moment of unknowing meditation. As I'd turn the key to re-up the springs for another day, the soft clicks signaled a renewal. A renewal. Something forward. Like putting a needle down on a record and manifesting sound. The clock let me touch time. A few months have passed since London. And life has come crashing down again. Like I told you in issue one, some of my life isn't for this project. So I beg your pardon with my unapologetic obscurity. But I will say that it has been a lot. And my soul has been very high and very low. Which is why the clock sits silently. Currently stopped at 1.43 p.m. Of course, it doesn't say PM because it's an analog clock. But I know because I was standing in front of the clock last week when I heard its last click. I was looking at it and it stopped. My blood ran cold. But I could not bring myself to reach around to the back of it and turn the key. I couldn't. I just could not bring myself to manifest time or the future or the joyful memories of London or hope. 
And so the clock sits quietly as a decorative knickknack amongst all the other memories. I imagine this clock, having lived around 70 years, is used to this pattern. Someone loves it, it's sold. Someone else buys it, then it's donated. An old shopkeeper sees its value, then a Hugh Grant-loving American pays many faces of Queen Elizabeth for it. It's in fashion, it's out of fashion, it's dusty, it's polished, it keeps time, and it's a reminder of when time stopped. A few weeks before the current 1.43 p.m. stoppage, I was greeted in the morning by a wide awake, ready to live and love, Lucy. She fills my soul. As I slipped on my glasses and began to make sense of my surroundings, she handed me the clock. She said, Dad, you have to wind the clock. It's stopped. We have to know what time it is. I wound the clock for her, but because she's Lucy, she had already moved on to singing Adele while eating a bagel. Her time was not bound to a machine, but my time is bound to her. Today, I just have to wind the clock again. It is what needs to be done. There you go. That was this week's thought. Uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what prompted all of that, but I know that that was what needed to be written this week. And so maybe something, maybe something in that resonates with you. I'm gonna go wind that clock after this podcast because that's what needs to be done. Okay, we're gonna move on to the next section of the show. This is a short show, by the way. If you're brand new, we're like round on third here. <laughs> um. This section is called the free skate. And usually in this portion of the podcast, I kind of just do whatever I want. Sometimes it has to do with our content that we just considered together. Sometimes it is totally random. But today I wanted to kind of share something uh, a little bit different. Um, And so what I wanted to share with you today are some updates that I made to the newsletter. And these updates pertain to you first, I hope, because you're reading the newsletter. But also because uh, there are some changes that I would love for you to participate in. So here's what happened. Over this break during this kind of creative time, I started to kind of think back and remember why I started this newsletter and what the early hopes for it were. I looked at some old notes and some old ideas that I had. And one of the things that I realized that was lost in the creating of all this was that I wanted this to be a place where other people could get the stuff that they're creating read and heard and seen. Um, It's really hard to launch a new project and have anybody look at it. Like it's very, very hard. If it were not for Annie F. Downs, like you, you know her, like if it were not for Annie, you wouldn't probably be here even listening to this. Like I, like I, I was going to say I live in the shadow and live in that shadow, but like I have readers because she said, Hey, watch this, listen to this. Um, and so, uh, I want to, for as much as it's possible, uh, do the same for you. I, I would love for that to be something that we get to do together. And so one part of the kind of redesigned uh, second half of the newsletter is there's a section called You Do You. Uh, a lot of details are over on the newsletter or on the website. Again, eddiecoffolds.com. It is in the show notes. But I would love to hear what projects you're doing, and I would love to highlight some of these. Um, I think it's important to share. I think it's important to get good content out into the world. And I know from so many of you that have just emailed me personally that you're doing a lot of really good work. And so let's get some extra eyes on this. So we're going to have the you do you section, uh, a few 
uh, nah, there are caveats and kind of specifics. Those are all over in the newsletter or the website. I won't bore you with that here. But uh, would love for you to submit some stuff and maybe we can get some more eyes or ears on whatever it is that you are working on. But we're also going to have some other rotating sections. Okay, well, I should re- I should rewind for a second. For those of you that are brand new, there was a section of the newsletter that was called Hobbies and Obsessions. And so uh, I'm a person who gets into hobbies. My friend Kyle uh, always says that his hobby is hobbies. And I totally get that. Like every month or two, I get into something new, research it like crazy, spend a little bit of money on it, learn everything about it, and then kind of move forward. I love hobbies. So I was going to just do a new hobby every single month but or every single week. But then it kind of got like, eh, I don't know if I want to do that. Uh, and uh, because I just didn't have enough that was exciting and that I thought would be worth your time. And so we're going to have sort of six different sections Um, And I included all of the new icons and art and everything in the newsletter. But there's going to be a section that talks about maybe places that I've been. Uh, I think we're going to do that next week. I've been on a bunch of different podcasts lately. So uh, all of those will be there. Or if there's some place that I'm speaking or something like that, I'll include those every once in a while. There will be uh, some times where we talk about new hobbies, uh, a little bit of a book review. Uh, Would love to highlight some good philanthropic uh, work that I have seen or been able to be a part of. Again, there's going to be the you do you section. Bonus points if anybody can figure out what the uh, what the icon means on the you do you section. You got to go to the newsletter to see it, but each one has its own little picture. Uh, bonus points if you know what that picture is. So on the you do you section and then uh, the watch it section where I review or talk about TVs or movies that I am uh, working on. So we're dropping the term obsession, I think, a little bit. It's not a bad word, but it just sits a little too close to addiction. And I don't know. When we launched, I didn't love it. But it was just, it was what it was because we needed to launch. But we're changing that part. So hopefully you'll find it over there. And hopefully if you've got a project that you're excited about, you will give us the opportunity to see it and hear it. Um, there will probably be more submissions than I can uh, put on uh, the web that, you know, that I can that I can share. And so as I wrote in the newsletter, it's not personal, it's word count. Um, and also, I will say diverse uh, voices are encouraged and sought after for this. You're, the thing you send me doesn't have to be like me. It can be. It can be like memoir. It can be from your perspective, but it doesn't have to be. You don't have to be a person of faith. There, There is no defining label that you need to put yourself into in order to have space here. I would love, love, love to hear from, uh, from a whole range of people. So share your project. I will put a link to directly sharing that in the show notes. And I hope you enjoy that. I hope that's a fun thing for us. So we'll do that in two weeks. We'll do that in two weeks. So give me a little bit of time to, to work on that and to filter through some of the submissions. So that's it for this week. Welcome to doing the best we can. New folks, every single week we'll be back. I think we're going to have a guest next week. Just make sure you're listening to it. The show is usually commuter length, somewhere under the 20 minute mark. And it's not always just me talking. It's been me talking this whole time, but usually I break it up with other folks. So uh, yeah, so come back. Look forward to seeing you. And thank you so much for being here today. All right, let's close things out. Okay, so I've said it too many times, everything, all the cross-referencing is all in the show notes. You can subscribe over there. Um, I want to say that uh, my brother, Uncle Jimmy, Jimmy Coffolds, edits the newsletter. He does a great job with it. He is also available to edit your projects, uh, meaning like copy edit, like the writing part of it. Uh, He is available to do your project, so he is available in the show notes. Thank you to Uncle Jimmy for doing that. EddieCoffolds.com has all of the other things that we may need. Thank you so much for coming back after the break, and thank you for being a part of doing the best we can. I can't wait to see you next week.